0: I've got the victory living inside of me. I got the great, I can't overcome. This ain't no time to turn back. No less to cross back. I gotta keep resting on till every battle is won. Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit gets fed, my faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. You want to release faith at the beginning instead of waiting until the end, expecting that that exactly will happen now. Get your Bible something to make a note with. Come on into the classroom with us. One of the parts of the prayer we call the Lord's Prayer is, Give us this day our daily bread. And your spirit needs to be fed just like your body needs to be fed. But not just anything will feed your spirit. And there are actually some things that are spiritually poisonous. And there are things that, if you listen to it and believe it, will actually rob you of your faith. Uh, Even some teaching and preaching, so-called Bible preaching, will absolutely rob you of your faith if you listen to it and believe it. Because it's not scriptural, it's not right, but people call it Bible teaching. Uh, But the actual Word of God, uh, spoken out of His mouth, hallelujah, anointed by His Spirit, it'll do things for you that nothing else can Nothing else will. It ministers to your insides, to your spirit, and your soul, and your mind, and your body. The Bible said if you attend to his words, incline your ear to his sayings, they'll be health and medicine to all of your flesh. So believe you start receiving it right now. Father, all of us agree together together. Asking you for the utterance of the Holy Spirit. Asking you for the direction and guidance of your spirit. And answers for right here, right now. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see. Show us the difference between wrong thinking and men's ideas and traditions of men. And the actual, thus saith the Lord, the word of God that is life-giving, life-changing. We thank you for it. We know what your will. We believe we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Turn, please, in our great textbook, the Bible, to 1 John, the fifth chapter. 1 John, chapter 5. We began uh, last week on a series that we're calling uh, Faith That Overcomes. And what we're learning uh, in this series is the very essence, the very nature of the God kind of faith. And this, this is huge. This is big because faith is not just a camp or a group or a movement or a phase. Faith is how God himself functions. It's how he operates And us being his children made in his image, we are called to imitate him and to live by faith, walk by faith. It's impossible to please God except by faith. Why? He knows the best way to do everything. He knows the only way things work. And this is inseparable from creative power miracle working power. The scripture said God created the heavens and the earth. How did he do it? We know from scripture he spoke it into existence. How does that work? How can that be? Well, we're given insight as you look more into the scriptures over and into the New Testament that faith is that something you believe in your heart and Speak with your mouth, and so that 's how God did it we 're told in Hebrews that we understand by faith and through faith, God created the worlds, He spoke them into existence and uh, I know people have different ideas about that they say, well, no you know i i don 't believe all that i I believe in the the big bang well there there may have been a big bang when God spoke. <laughs> But nobody can prove that that didn't happen. Nobody can say God didn't create it. And when you say, well, I believe it just spontaneously self-created, that's not science. That's a belief. It's an unproven theory. No, faith is a choice. And you choose to believe that the Bible is the Word of God and it happened the way the Word says, or you choose to believe something else. Everybody will find out soon. Mm-hmm. When you breathe your last <laughs> and you leave this place, sadly, some many will find out too late. But thank God we can believe now. We can trust now. In, in 1 John 5 and verse 1, he says, Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. We're not to be just religious people that adhere to a, uh, you know, tenet of beliefs. No, we are born of Him. This is a living experience. This is about existence on a higher plane. We were born the first time of flesh, of water, into this earth, with a physical body. But the Bible talks about also then after that being born again, the King James says, but the literal says, born from above. And so that is being born of God. Born of God. And First Corinthians talks about that when you when we were born again. Old things now are passed away, all things have become new, and these new things are of God. Said out loud, I am, I am born, of God. Born, of God. I'm born of God. I'm born of God. That makes you special. It makes you God like. It makes because you are of Him. You are born of Him. Uh, it's not blasphemy to look at somebody's child and say they are like their parents. <laughs> right? That's where they came from physically. So look in the, in the fourth verse. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Are you born of God? Yes. Then you are a born overcomer. Amen. That is your spiritual makeup. That is, if you, if you could say it like this, what you're programmed to do. Mm-hmm. You are made to win. Mm-hmm. Made to win. Amen. That's why losing is so distasteful to you. <laughs> you have to be taught to lose. And you still don't like it. Because <laughs> you were made to win said out loud, I I am born of God and I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. One more time, I'm an overcomer. I'm an an overcomer. So, is there something that you're dealing with today? Something that you're facing? Something that's troubling you? Bothering you? Tell me what's going to happen. Come on, help me out. Tell me. I will overcome this. Is that right? I will overcome this. What? Whatever it is. If you really blew it, if you really messed up and you're having issues of condemnation and guilt and shame and embarrassment, help me out. What are you going to do? I will overcome overcome it. I will overcome it. If you're really being tempted to do something that you shouldn't do and you've fallen in that same area 50 times, Come on, help me out. What are you going to do? I will overcome, I will overcome it. Come on, help me out. I will, I, will, I will overcome it. Just you saying that is a choice. It's a choice to be what God made you and I to be. I am a born overcomer. Born of God. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world and This is how you do it. (laughs) You knew we were going to talk about faith at some point. This is faith school. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now, every word is significant and inspired. But he tells you that you're born of God. He tells you that Everyone that's born of God is a born overcomer. And then he tells you how. (laughs) How are you going to do this? How do I overcome all the evil, all the junk that's around us in this world? How do you do it? Your faith. My faith. Somebody say my faith. See, Notice he said even our faith. Not just generic concept of faith. My faith. My faith in God. That's how I will overcome guilt and shame and condemnation. How? My faith in the blood of the Lamb. My faith in what the Lord told me that if I'd confess my mistake, He'd forgive me and cleanse me. He wouldn't mention it to me again. uh, And that I truly am clean before Him. Made righteous by the blood. And you overcome even the, the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony, the choice to believe it and to affirm it and to proclaim it. And whatever it is that you're dealing with that you have to overcome, the way you overcome it is with your faith. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I have faith. I have faith. The, faith of God the faith of God is in me. Is in me. And I overcome, and I overcome. By, my faith in God. by my faith in God. It is the victory, it is the victory. that overcomes the world. That overcomes the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, if you're joining us for one of the first times and you say, well, that seems odd to me. You say, say this, and they say it. Say this, and they say it. Well, it shouldn't seem odd to believers because it has always been how God does things. Jesus is actually called the apostle and the high priest of what we say, of our confession. He works with what we say, if we say what he said. Now, you can say what the enemy says, and the Lord's not going to work with that. But the enemy will. He'll work with it to steal, kill, and destroy. It matters greatly. It can't be overemphasized how much it matters what's coming out of your mouth and my mouth. It really is directing your life. And many don't believe that, but the Bible is as clear as can be. But I'm just explaining why we do the things we do. It's not just a matter of trying to parrot somebody. It's a matter of giving our high priest Something to affirm and work with in our lives. Amen. It's a matter of cooperating with him. Mm-hmm. If he said it, I'm going to say it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And here's the thing. If you will say what he said, he will do what you say. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Did you hear Hallelujah. that or not? If you will say what the Lord said about it, it gives him every right to do what's coming out of your mouth. Why? Because what's coming out of your mouth is what he said. And he performs his word with signs following. So you want his words in your mouth, not the words of fear and unbelief coming from the enemy. Whatever's born of God, 1 John 5, 4. If you don't have this one marked, Mm -hmm. circle it, put a star by it, (laughs) highlight it, get it in you. Whatever is born of God, what happens? Overcomes. Loses? Overcomes. Fails? Overcomes. Uh-uh. Struggles forever? No, no. Overcomes. That means you win, you triumph, you succeed. Victory. That's the very next thing he says. And this is the victory or the overcoming. Uh, The victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he, verse 5, that overcomes the world? But he that believes, that's another way of saying your faith, Mm -hmm. believes that Jesus is the Son of God. That's how you get into the family of God. That's how you begin this faith life and faith walk. And it's how you take every step of it. Every day, He is the foundation. He is the rock. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the pioneer and the perfecter of my faith. And my faith, by my faith in Him, I can overcome anything. I can overcome anything. I can do all things through Christ Who strengthens me. You'll be tempted at times. Don't care who you are. How long you've walked with the Lord. What you think you know. There'll be situations that come up. You will be so tempted to say. I just can't do this. I don't know how. I just. This is just too much. And and anytime you're tempted to do that. Do this. (laughs) You have to pause for a minute. And get a hold of yourself. And remember. Remember. Do you want to give the enemy of your soul something to hurt you with? Do you want to give him a right to wreak havoc in your life? Then don't let such words come out of your mouth because he has access and right. If you really believe from your heart and speak fear and doubt and unbelief and rebellion and lies, the enemy can act on that to bring it to pass. No matter how pulled and pressured you are to say, I just can't. It's too much. I don't know how. It, it'll never happen. Bite your lip and go, Mm-mm. shut up, shut up. And then ask the Lord, Lord, what do you say about this? What do you say about this? And immediately, if you'll just, the scripture said, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. If you'll just pause a minute and say, Lord, what do you say about this? He will immediately begin to bring his word to your remembrance. He'll immediately begin to speak even specifics how it applies to you today by his spirit. That'll be totally in line with his written word. And when you got what he tells you to say about this, you've already won. Yes, I did. When, you got, when you got his word, you got it. And all you got to do now is just stick with that. And and no matter what you feel or what you see, you say, I call my body healed. I call my body whole. I call that debt paid off. Come on. Are you all with me? I am clean. I am washed by the blood. I deserve no punishment. Jesus took my punishment. Hallelujah. Say what he said. And he is the apostle and high priest of what you're saying, of your confession. Gives God access and a right to come into your life and accomplish and manifest his words in your mouth said out loud, I'm born, of God, I'm born of God and I'm an overcomer. I'm overcomer. I, overcome I, overcome everything I overcome everything the enemy launches against me. The launches against me. I, overcome I, overcome I overcome by the greater one inside me. One inside and, me. This and this is the victory that overcomes it all, it overcomes the, whole world, the whole world, even, even my faith. My faith. My faith. That's it. Go with me to Romans, please, the 10th chapter. Romans chapter 10. He's talking about the, the f- word of faith. In verse 8, Romans 10 and 8. He says, what sa- saith it? The word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Did you know that Paul was a word of faith preacher? (laughs) Verse nine, that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God had raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So simple and yet so powerful, but it involves a heart choice Faith is a choice, a choice to believe, a choice to trust. Now, I'm going to bring that phrase up over and over again in the days, coming days, as we talk about this, as the Lord wills and helps us. But say it out loud, faith Faith. is a choice. choice. This is a significant thing to understand because you'll hear people sometimes say, I'm sorry, I just can't believe that. That is an untrue statement. I don't care who said it or what the circumstances are. There's no such thing as a person who can't believe something. They didn't say it right. They should say, I choose not to believe it. Because by nature of what faith it, you don't have to understand a thing at all to believe it. Mm-hmm. Belief is not you know, just the product of understanding. It's a choice. And and faith has to do with a choice uh, to trust, choosing to trust what somebody told you. So it is faith in what they said, but the reason you trust what was said is because you trust who said it, who said it. And it's a choice. He said, uh, verse 10, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. Or you could say it like this, uh, won't be disappointed. Whoever believes in him won't be disappointed. And he said, There's no difference between the Jew. And the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? He's describing the God kind of faith. Faith in God how it comes, how it operates, how it is released. He said, uh, verse 16, well, no, no, don't let me skip 15 here. He said, how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Now here, he's talking about the gospel. The very next verse says, they've not all obeyed the gospel. The word gospel is, uh, it's much used, but it has been religiousized, (laughs) if that's a word. What is gospel? Hmm? That's correct. Good news But it's also literally translated the good report. Here you see the word tidings, good tidings, good news, good report. And he says, uh, how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Everybody said out loud, glad tidings tidings. of of good things. Then he goes right on to say, they've not all obeyed the gospel. So this glad tidings of good things is the definition of the gospel. Many are preaching um, judgment and calling it the gospel. But the gospel is good news, not bad news. Uh, Sometimes people have said, you know, well, you're going to hell if you don't change. Is that good news? (laughs) Or is that bad? (laughs) That's not good news. And so literally, technically speaking, that's not the gospel. He said that the gospel of peace that bring glad tidings of good things. it out loud again, class, glad tidings, glad tidings. Of, good of good things. The gospel is the report of good things. Don't assume you know all about that. The the gospel you know most people that have been around church in a length of time they they hear gospel they think good news and that's accurate it's also translated here uh, about a report or a good report he said verse 16 they have not all obeyed the gospel for Isaiah says lord who has believed our report and the report he's talking about is the gospel the gospel is the report or the tidings or the news of the good things. This is so big, so huge. God is a good God. Yes, he is. Amen. Many people would agree with that, but then some of the same folks will turn right around a few minutes later or a day later and try to tell you, That something bad that happened in your life was God. Was His mysterious, unknowable will. People even try to tell you that, you know, disease that came on you. Uh, We know it's horrible, but sometimes, uh, you know, God does things we just don't understand. No, if it's not good, it's not God. There's an enemy out there. There's evil in the world. There's one who comes and does things that destroy and that steal and that kill. And that is not God. He is not the thief. And Jesus said, when this gospel is preached to all nations, then the end will come. And a lot of times people are saying, well, you know, hasn't the gospel already been preached? Not this gospel. (laughs) What do you mean? This good news. Good news. Man, when you hear the gospel, you know one of the ways you know you really heard the gospel? You get happy. It'll make you shout. It'll make you excited. Why? It is so good. It is so good. It is so good how free we can be. How cleansed and forgiven and washed we can be. How good it is to be healed. That's part of the gospel. How good it is to have all your needs met. Oh, somebody say good. 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 God, is good God is good. And the gospel is good news. And the gospel is good news. And we're out of time, don't say that. <laughs> we're out of time today. But as you can see, we are just getting into this. Come back tomorrow. And let's find out some more about the good news. I've got victory, living inside Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School, free of charge, at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website. Our call is at 941-702-7390.